Good evening, good evening, good evening. This is Kai Montgomery along with Nichelle. She's out on a little adventure right now. Kai Montgomery and Nichelle Johnson of Man in the Mirror. And I just would like to welcome the Baltimore and surrounding areas and everyone that is listening. I am truly excited tonight because I have a special guest tonight. And she deserves all the praise and glory for what she's been through and what she's given out to the community right now. And uh, with the turning of events, I'll check in once in a while on the shell to see um, when she'll be ready to come on. But with the turn of events today with COVID-19 and everyone's finances are off the chain. And yes, I said off the chain. Sometimes we have to get a better perspective on life and money and how to really handle money. Our guest tonight, and I'll call her Lady Robin Haynes, will give us that insight to that. Um, Welcome to the show, um, Robin. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much. Thank you. We're truly excited to have you on. And if you have any questions or comments for our guests, please press the number one on your phone um, to chime in. We'll also, um, as Nichelle is getting herself together, I'll be in the chat room as well. If anybody has tuned in via chat, we will actually put, you know, uh, be speaking to you in the chat room. And if you have any questions or online, you'll definitely get a chance to do that as well. But I'm excited. And before we get started, let me let me just check in on Nichelle because she's on an adventure right now. Let me see if she's available. Nichelle, are you available? Okay, I guess not. So we she will chime in as soon as she's available. Um, it's that busy weekend. Is uh, Baltimore is busy? Everyone is busy. So we have a busy weekend when everybody running around getting ready for Dad's Day. As everyone's getting ready for Dad's Day. So with that said, I will open us up in prayer. Dear Grace and Heavenly Father, we thank you for lying down last night, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for uh, waking up to a day we've never seen before, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for just giving us the strength to make it up through this busy, through this day, Lord, for the mercies of love, for mercies of life, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for dying on the cross for our sins, Lord. Mm -hmm. We thank you, Lord, for man in the mirror, Lord. You know, real people, real stories, real overcomers, people who have overcome something in their life, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for our guest tonight as Lady Robin Haynes. Continue thank to you. bless her, Lord. Bless her book sales, Lord. Yes, bless her family, Lord. Thank bless you, her God. as a mother. Bless her as a sister. Bless her as a daughter. Continue to strengthen mm-hmm. her as she goes on her daily walk in life and as we all go through this COVID-19, Lord. This is something that, you know, you have allowed to happen. And if we use our time wisely, Lord, you will, you will continue to get all the glory, honor, and praise. And we ask all these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And I have a little bit, to, a little bit to say about uh, late Lady uh, Robin Haynes. Uh, success, successful strategist Robin Haynes never thought she would struggle financially, but a series of events led her to question everything she knew, both in life and in her career. A shift from her first book, The Fundamentals of Finance Applied to Everyday Living, where she discusses various financial strategies, this book gets personal, focusing on Robin's inspirational story of perseverance and her ability to overcome challenging times. With this, with this is 
with with this is not my final chapter, you will be reminded that the obstacles that come your way are not what define you. Instead, the way you handle these obstacles is what shows your true strength and character. The good news is you can handle any situation that comes your way as long as you have faith in God, amen, and in yourself. Robin's words will motivate you to keep fighting and take your struggles, your mistakes, and your failures to use them as valuable life lessons and moving forward. Amen, amen. And I put out there online that if anybody, first five people that come in online or um, in the studio, on, you know, on your phone, we will give you guys a you know free ebook um, from Robin's um, second book. This is not. This is not the final chapter. So with that said, I'm going to let her. I had a couple, you know, a few minutes talk on her. And before she starts, I want to get her perspective of what's going, you know, what does she think, you know, how is she using her time wisely for this COVID-19 pandemic that we're all going through right now? Well, first of all, thank you so much again for having me, thinking that not robbery for me to share your platform. I'm truly humbled and I'm honored. Um, in terms of the pandemic, I'm honestly, like, loving this downtime. Um, you know, a little bit about myself, but not only am I, I, I'm a published author, but I'm also a, a financial strategist, a senior business coach, as well as a uh, business advisor for Goldman Sachs and Thousand Small Businesses. So, yes, I have two full-time jobs and, of course, the release of my second project. So, you know, time is not my friend. So I'm kind of loving this COVID-19 thing. You know, I can't be supposed to be on book tour right now, but, again, God had other plans. Um, and who are we to question his, uh, his, his plans and his direction? So, again, I'm just, you know, just strategizing, planning for 2021. Um, and, you know, asking myself as I ask my, my uh, business owners, what do you want 2020, the end of 2020 to look like? And what does that look like for you? And what are you going to get there? How are you going to get there? What are your strategies that you're going to implement? Um, and I posted on uh, social media yesterday, you know, um, major keys to success in life is number one, to pray. Ask God what you want. Um, pray. You know, define what it is you want out of life. Goals. Put, execu- you know, determine execution strategies implement those execution strategies, then execute, and then repeat. So it's six, it's seven, uh, seven steps to life. So to answer your question, it's using this, you know, using this time wisely and just, you know, um, relaxing pretty much, which is something that's not in my vocabulary, but um, I'm kind of getting used to it, you know? Oh, excellent. Now we need you to slowly go through those six strategies that you just said, since you said them, because, you know, I know. I'm my sorry. partner, I is not, my partner in crime is not here, so I'm trying to because I want to put them inside our um, event page. What was okay, the first okay. one? Uh, the first one is to um, is to pray, right? First of all, ask God what you want, and you know, ask tell God what you want, right, and then let it go. My therapist said, you know, tell God what you want, and then let don't figure out the how, don't figure out the when, just tell God what, and let Him do the rest. So first, the first uh, step number one is to pray. Goals. The third step is to determine strategies to reach those goals. The fourth step is to implement your strategies. The fifth step is to stay focused on the goals. The sixth step is to execute the, execute the goals, and then of course the seventh 
is to repeat. Got it, got it, got it, got it. We we appreciate that. Now, since oh, you give giving us all, you giving us all that, and it seems like you're mm-hmm. a person that had has it all together. But from just a, a viewpoint of your book, which I downloaded, and I'm going to actually read because you know I'm 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 like everyone else. I made a lot of mistakes with money. Didn't have anybody to actually mm-hmm. teach me financially sure. about money. I've been bankrupt twice Mm -hmm. so you know there's a lot of things like okay um, what do they say what is that the thing they say what is the definition of insanity repeating the same thing and expecting different results results. and that's what a lot of us do we repeat the same thing and expect different results again I say we repeat the same thing and expect different results so financially and as we um Mm -hmm. as we are getting ourselves together i'm going to take sit back and let you talk you have approximately 20 minutes because that we that'll be our halftime mark and then we'll take questions or have more questions and answers by then but tell us your story because everybody thinks uh man in the mirror is based on my life book that I did, uh, Rediscovering Kai, when I was rediscovering myself, similar to you, uh, the mistakes I made in life and where I'm going after that. And then a, you know, then a opportunity came to start my own program. So that's why we call mm-hmm. it Real People, Real Stories, Real Overcomers, because, you know, people mm-hmm. see you where you're at now, but nobody knows mm-hmm. where you were when. I gotta sure, write that down. Sure, sure. You know, they don't know where you were when, <laughs> because they see, Absolutely. they see Lady Rob and she got it all together. You know, she's she's right, been there. Right. She's she has arrived. No, none of us have arrived. We've all no. had to go through the process that God allows Absolutely. us to go through. So with that Absolutely. said, I'm going to step back and the platform is now yours. <laughs> Thank you so much. So um a little bit about my story. Um, unlike the first project, the fundamentals of finances apply to everyday living. This is not my final chapter. Um, Gives the story, gives the timeline from 2012 up until 2019. Um, In 2012, I graduated with my undergraduate degree um, in accounting, and um, and then 2013, I had left corporate America, wrote my first book, The Fundamentals of Finances Apply to Everyday Living. And I had this this misconception, this notion of how I was going to be a best-selling author and I was going to make all this money and I was going to arrive on the scene, right? And I took my retirement money um, and I, I, I took my retirement money and then life happened, right? So after the release of my, after the launch of my first book, sales plummeted. Then not only did sales plummet, you know, I'm using my retirement money to, supplement my at the time I was married I was using my and my retirement money to supplement my half of the 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 expenses of the household so I was down to I want to say about five or six thousand dollars book sales declined um I did have a radio show which was bleeding me dry again because again I did I didn't do any I didn't educate myself nor did I have a business plan I didn't do the things that I tell my clients and my audience to, to do today Right, so I am a student of my own teachings, and what does that look like? That looks like, guys, you you know, before you have before you launch a business, you gotta have a business plan. You gotta know who your target market is. You gotta know what products or services you're selling. So I didn't have all of that. 
you know, and I don't negate from those experiences. I'm thankful for those experiences. I'm thankful that God allowed me to go through those experiences. So now I'm able to teach my clients and my audiences on what not to do. How do you, Robin, how do you know? Because I lived it, right? I, I, I got, I've got the T-shirt. I got the book for it and everything, right? So here we are, the second book. I mean, so the first book dropped. I'm excited, you know, had a nice little fabulous uh, book launch party, and after that, sales declined. Not only the sales decline, the the radio show, the Fundamentals of Finances radio broadcast on WOLB 1010, you know, that was leaving me dry. I was not getting my return on my investment. On top of that, my marriage, due to no fault of nobody else's or nobody's own, my marriage was on a ending, right? So here I am with a published author, my accounting degree, I'm a radio host. And my marriage financially, things were starting to look extremely bleak. So June of 2014, my marriage had ended. My husband and I separated. And here I am with a house and a kid in private school. And one would think, well, Robert, you, you know, you were, you're a financial coach. You should have it all together. But I'm here to tell you, when life hits, guys, it hits and it hurts, right? So here I am two, three years with no steady income. I'm doing odd and bookkeeping jobs just to keep uh, money afloat. I thank God every day for my, my family, my parents, um, and my friends who were able to assist me um, financially and mentally. And I remember being, I think, 38, 39, my mom said, you have no reason to be depressed. You have no reason to be depressed. You have family who have resources to assist you. Now, what is it that you need? And it was at this point that I put my, I had to put my pride aside. And my sister, who's a pediatrician in D.C., she said, listen, I understand that you're a boss, you're a published author, and the list goes on, but you have to put your pride aside. And it was at that point that my mom and my sister both told me to put my pride aside and to let them help me. Because sometimes we all know that pride can get in the way. Pride could be the detriment of our very being. So you have to put your pride aside. And so it was at that point um, that I put my pride aside. And, again, I thank God for my family and my friends who assisted me mentally, spiritually. Um, as well as financially, and I want I want to say that you know during that trying time, during that those tribulations, and during those valleys, that my spiritual life did not waver. In fact, it got closer. And I've been born and raised in the church. You know, love, love, love God, um, praise and worship to death. But my spiritual life did not waver. You know, and I honestly, I question God. I said, God, what are we doing right now? Why, why do you have me? Why are you punishing me? And God said, I'm not punishing you. I'm preparing you. I said, God, but it feels like I'm being punished. I didn't do anything. He said, I'm not punishing you. I'm simply preparing you. Right? So, and again, all of this is in the, in the, uh, in the, the second project. So I remember my son getting ready to graduate from high school, and um, I got his tuition bill. And I said, God, for real, what are we doing? I don't have money to pay his tuition. I don't have money for this. God, what are we doing? I don't have money to pay for this tuition, right? So, again, he has, he got some scholarships from the church, you know. Um, he got some other scholarships from, from the state of Maryland. But, you know, he had to take out a small student loan. And I, I was I was ashamed to look at his tuition bill because I couldn't afford it. Then this is, again, I'm a financial coach. I'm a financial strategist. But I can't pay my son's tuition, Right? So here I am on the cusp of starting job number one. God, God job number one, okay? 
And for the first time in, I want to say, three or four years, it was amazing to pay my mortgage by myself. Now, clearly, when, you know, when I received that first paycheck, I did not, I was not out of the woods just yet. But it felt amazing to pay my, my mortgage. That was built on two incomes. Now it was on off of one. So I was able to pay that, that, that mortgage by myself. So job number one came, and I was excited. I'm, you know, I'm not clearly out the woods, but, I, you know, it's a, it's a good thing when you can pay your bills by yourself without no outside assistance, right? Um, so let me, let, me, let me backtrack. So as a published author, as a uh, financial strategist, I had to do something that I would not, I, you know, and looking back, you know, I had to take cash advances um, off my credit card to pay my mortgage, Right. I also found myself at the Department of Social Services getting food stamps for me and my son. But see, here's the thing. Again, don't allow your pride to bankrupt you. Me and my son and I, we were hungry. I had no food in the house. So I had to go to the down Department of Social Services, and I remember going to the Department of Social Services, getting a, um, putting, a putting a sweatshirt on and um, a hoodie on and some sweatpants. And I'm trying to, you know, fit in the crowd. And the uh, the caseworker said, Miss Haynes, you look. I know that you don't belong here, and it's okay. You don't belong here. It's all right. Things happen. Life happens. So she made me feel a little bit better because I was like I was ashamed of being at the Department of Social Services, getting food stamps, had a an orange card, an independence card. Hello, have a family full of uh, educated people, you know. But again, when life happens, it happens. So anyway, got to the Department of Social Services, one hundred ninety four dollars and ten cents. Fast forward, I started working at job number one in the state of Maryland, South Carolina, that I started working at job number one. So they took me down from one ninety four ten to sixteen dollars. And I wrote the state. I was like, Well, what are, what are you doing? What, what what are you doing? Why are you taking my my, my supplements away? And um, so that was that. So I told them to keep the little sixteen dollars. I had to make it work. So my son's freshman year college again. I could barely get toilet paper from the dollar store. Um, so that, that part was hard for me, um, you know, because he, he was supposed to, as a college freshman, he was supposed to have everything that, you know, a college freshman could ever dream of, you know, um, and I'm thankful for my ex-husband because where I could not, he picked up during that time, right? So his freshman year. So then, um, I got job number one in January of 2017. I landed job number two. I got this phone call from a colleague of mine and he said, Robin, there's a program that's coming up uh, being piloted in Baltimore, and I think that you would be a good fit. And I was like, okay, I just started this another job, so what are we talking about? So I didn't know what the job entailed. <laughs> this was three years ago. I didn't know what the, the job entailed. Um, but, you know, I just knew it was more money. Okay, and it was all, it was doing stuff that I love to do, which is help with small business, existing small businesses in the Baltimore market. So um, it, payday came around for job number two, and, you know, I remember receiving that first deposit, and I was like, is there a mistake on this deposit? He's <laughs> like, no, it's not a mistake. So then, um, you know, I, I, I had, thank God, just like that, um, in less than 18 months, God had transitioned my situation around. Um, so I go from not being able to get, barely getting toilet paper from the dollar store, um, you know, for my son, and getting food stamps to well over um, six figures in income and being able to pay my son's tuition out of pocket. So I go from not having no money, not having, a, you know, you know, not being able to move financially to now being able to move financially. Um, and it's, a, it's an amazing feeling. And, and while people say, well, I need more money, I need more money, 
Um, and I, my charge is, you know, how can you be trusted with God? Can't trust you with the little bit that He's given you. So stop asking God to enlarge your territory if you can't be trusted with what He's already given you. See, it's a matter of trust. God has to trust you. And because I was faithful and because I was obedient, I sound proud on those two principles. Because I was obedient and because I was um, faithful and steadfast, God has now increased my enlarged my territory. Um, and I'm humbled. I'm so humbled that God chose me for this assignment. Um, and again, this again is in the second project. Looking back, I did not know that God was preparing me, and He's preparing me um, to teach His people about the, you know, about being obedient, about being steadfast, and not wavering. And every while things look bleak, you just have to, you know, you just have to have confidence and faith that God will then see you through. Any situation, and again, I'm a living testimony. Again, I go from food stamps and not being able to barely get toilet paper from the dollar store to wishing out of pocket. That is major. So when my son graduates next year, he won't have any student loans. That's major. That's major. So I'm humble. I'm so humble, and that's my story. So did you want to open up the lines for questions? Hello? Hey, Robin. This, this is Michelle. I'm not sure what happened to Orlando. <laughs> hey, I jumped Michelle, how are you? Hi. <laughs> how are you? I, I am blessed. I jumped on the line, and I was listening to your amazing story. And, uh, I, yeah, that's amazing. And, I, you know, I have seen you around, and then we've been traveling in the same circles. Um, yes. But, of course, until, until you get, you know, until you really sit down or listen to somebody tell you everything they've been through, you just yes. never know. Yes. And so, yes. and so um, yeah, I just, I just wanted to say that that was a blessing to hear. I, I don't know where, um, I don't know where Kai went, but... <laughs> Kai is here listening in. I was letting you talk. Okay. Well, we couldn't hear you at first. I don't. I don't know what happened. Was it just me? I was. I was on mute, just listening. I was on mute, just listening. I. I, I gave her the platform. It was. This is her night. Okay. Okay. I jumped in. I jumped in. Because I. I hey. But yeah, I just wanted since I'm in. Look, since I'm in, Robin. I just wanted to say um, that that was just amazing to hear, and Thank that you. is really Thank a blessing. It is. And, and half, it is, yeah, and half of it is the fact that um, that that being ashamed part, that when you're right. going through that financial those financial issues, people spend a yeah. lot of time being ashamed, and that keeps them from being able to move forward. Absolutely. But, um, See, here's the thing, yeah. you know. I, I tell people all the time, you cannot be stuck. You know, life won't throw you lemons. Like, I am the lemonade queen. Trust me, right? You guys heard my story. Um, but it wasn't about me. It was about my son. You know what I mean? And I, I, there were some times that I wanted to give up, but God was like, no, stay in the fight. Stay the fight. Stay the course. You know? Um, and like, you know, and like um, Kai said, you know, top of the broadcast, people see me, see, people see Robin Arhames now. And like, oh my gosh, she got all together, blah blah blah. I'm like, y'all don't know yesterday. <laughs> yesterday was hard. It was hard uh, with a capital H. 
Um, but again, I don't negate from my stories, and I'm very transparent, right? Because my transparent, my story is not for me, and this is what I realized that my story is not for me. My story is for other people who are like me. That oh my God, if she can make it, then I can. I, that gives me the little push that I can make it as well. You know what I mean? So sometimes God will have you go through things not only for you, but to be a blessing um, to free somebody else's spirit and their mental being. Amen, amen, amen. I want to say one thing. Um, one thing, because you said I like what you said about the pride. Because by the, as soon as you said it, it brought back a verse that the Bible says, Proverbs sixteen eighteen. Pride goes before destruction, a haughty spirit mm-hmm. before a fall. Once we get that spirit in us that, you know, you were talking about, and we'll get, you know, we have a few minutes and we'll take our break, but we'll talk a little more. Um, you said, you know, your pride was in you so much because, you know, you started off, you know, wow, I got my first book. I'm all in the bag of baloney. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, mm-hmm. you know, um, I got my retirement money. Boy, I, I'm about to do all, I'm about to blow up. Mm-hmm. And you're like the guy that said, I, 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 you know, mm-hmm. we have this problem of leaving God out of it. You didn't ask any mm-hmm. direction because mm-hmm. that's what you said mm-hmm. with your um, seven steps. Talk to God. Now, you had to find that out after the fact. Yep. That what am I doing wrong? And I'm glad you had seven steps because seven is the number for completion. You know, God created mm-hmm. the world in six days. On the seventh day, He rested. That's His um, mm-hmm. order of completion. But you know, you had everything. You didn't have a business plan. You know, it's mm-hmm. almost like it was an eight, and you everything everything was there. You you had everything, but then mm-hmm. you know, you talked about the sales of your book plummeted. You know, mm-hmm. that's the key word, it plummeted. And you had to figure out, okay, mm-hmm. if this is such a great book, why did all that happen? What is going on mm-hmm. right now? Because, you know, sometimes we have to, you know, let go of that pride, which is hard. You know, that's from, you know, and they call us men. And I'm going to say this real loud for the men out there. They call us men hard-headed. But, you know, some there are some hard-headed women out there, too. So, you mm-hmm. know, stubborn. You know, we get stubborn and, you know, stubborn and stiff-necked. So, you know, once we once that sets in, we're missing our blessings. I'll say that again. Once we Absolutely. you know, once we let that set in, we miss our blessings as man or woman, because God created man in his own image and out of the man came the woman. So, you know, we are all human beings. We all, you know, everybody keep pushing everything towards the man. But men, women, and you are an example, you know, but you're human. You're human. Mm-hmm. You know, we all go through because we're still in a we our process in life doesn't stop until the day we depart this earth. That's when your mm-hmm. process starts. We are all going through a process in life. Once we go through that process in life, then you know, after you leave this earth and someone will say, Okay, we can learn from the legacy that um Robin left. We can learn from what, you know, she left behind. We can learn from her because she went through the process. And, she, you know, even though she started here, it's not what they say. It's not how you start the race. It's how you finish the race. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. many people start college. Many people start college. And it may take them, some people, four years, some people, six years. 
you know, if they go for it. But, you know, some people a little more. But it's not how you start. It's how you finish because the key words you said, Mm -hmm. and I highlighted it, was life happens. Regardless of what we Mm -hmm. go through, we got all the plans in the world. But guess what? You can make as many plans in your as you want, but God is still right. in control. But oh, absolutely, that, absolutely. But with that said, we got a couple. Uh, we got a note from one of our sponsors, Music Instruction for All Learners, where music knows no age. If you're interested in music instruction, such as piano lessons or instrumental lessons, please contact us at eight three three. Six four three twenty five sixty three. That's eight three three six four three twenty five sixty three. Um, and you get a chance to talk to make an appointment to talk to one of our instructors. And please visit visit us on our new website at www.mefowinc.org. And Miss Haynes has given us a lot of information, and we're going to continue talking with her because I have a lot more questions, and I know Michelle has some questions. Um, we're going to take a break. We are going to take a break. And um, just listen to this song because many times that we go through, this song has been, you know, playing. I let this song, Psalms 23, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. When we're going through, we need to turn to God because he knows how to fix it. And 
You're listening live with Man in the Mirror with Kai and Nichelle, your host Kai and Nichelle. And we have we are on live with Lady Robin Haynes, the financial genius of twenty twenty. I'll say that again, Lady Robin Haynes of the financial genius of twenty twenty. You can call in at eight four five two seven seven nine three eighty four or meet us in our chat room at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash man dash and dash the mirror. And we have learned a lot. And before we move on, because I got to keep keep up with what's going on. Um, Robin, how can our audience, listening audience, get in contact with you? I want to put that inside so, our um, event page. Absolutely. So the email, my email address is Robin, R-O-B-I-N, at RobinRHaines.com. Again, that's Robin, R-O-B-I-N, at RobinRHaines.com. Um, they can definitely visit the website, www.robinrhaines.com. Um, Facebook, Robin R. Haynes. LinkedIn, Robin R. Haynes. Instagram and Twitter, knowing underscore helps. Again, that's LinkedIn, I mean, uh, Twitter and Instagram, knowing underscore helps. So I'm actually on all social media platforms as well as you can go visit www.robinrhaines.com You are a fast talker So what I'll have you do is email (laughs) That's fine I will have you email (laughs) that to me I got some of it But I'll have you email that to me And then I will definitely put that in the event page So they can Because girl you talk You know you should have been a radio announcer I I, 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 I I'm a public speaker So I just just roll through the content right so I, I, I'll slow it down for you. It's Robin, R-O-B-I-N, at yep. Robin R. Haynes. You got that? Yep. Website. Okay, got the website, RobinRHaynes.com? Yep, I got that. Okay. And, uh, Facebook and, and LinkedIn. Facebook mm-hmm. and LinkedIn. It's Robin R. Haynes. So everything is basically Robin R. Haynes. Mm-hmm. No, I mean Twitter and Instagram is knowing underscore help. So it's no, knowing underscore helps, and Instagram and IG. Instagram. Mhm. Is knowing underscore knowing, helps. Knowing. Uh-huh. Underscore helps. Help. All right. Mm-hmm. I will make sure all that is in the event page, so everybody will know how mm-hmm. to get you. And Thank you. I want to back up. You're welcome. I want to back up about pride. Pride. Proverbs, we already said pride goes before destruction, a haughty spirit before a fall. Because you say, you know, your mom, mothers don't like to watch their children stumble no. in life. Mothers do not. Your mm-hmm. mother, Nana, you understand. Mm-hmm. You didn't want your son to have to go through anything. You didn't want him to go through any right. kind of hiccups or anything, even though you were right. stumbling. You didn't want him to fall with you. So you were trying to do everything you can to get it together. Mm -hmm. But mothers, and Mm -hmm. that's how your mother was. You say your sister um, was a, a, she was a uh, dietician? Yes. No, she's a pediatrician. Pediatrician, right. She's a pediatrician in D.C. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she's a doctor. doctor. Yes, and my brother. Okay, so you got a mother, a doctor, and you thought they were just going to sit there and let you fall. That's what you thought, right? right? 
I you did. Know, you were wild. You were, are you the who's the oldest? Your sister or No, my brother is the oldest. My brother's the oldest. Okay. So they weren't as you know, are you the baby? No, my sister is a baby. My sister is oh. forty I'm forty three. Hope is forty one. She'll be forty one in August. Oh, somebody's getting old, but anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, what I'll say is your family's not going, family that loves you, especially if you're close, not yeah. going to let you fall. Yeah. But you just didn't yeah. want to open up your mouth and say, uh, no. can I, you know, you were just going to wallow in it. You know, I got to, you're yep. just going to wallow yep. in the mud, people trying to help you. Yep. And I'm glad you took the yep. help because in my book, I wrote I a, a, a chapter called Mud. Because people coming by, they want to help you. And you can say, oh, I'm all right, all right. You got mud all over you. You falling apart. And uh, mud all up in your hair. And you people trying to pull you up. And you said, you kept saying no. But that listening ear, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. that God mm-hmm. would say, look, look, girl, God sending you help. Look, child. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. he had to smack mm-hmm. you in the face a couple times. Listen, mm-hmm. take the help. There's nothing wrong mm-hmm. with help because mm-hmm. you weren't going to be what they say. Trouble don't last always. You weren't going to be always, there no. forever. You weren't right, going to be right. there forever. You weren't going to be there forever. Leviticus twenty six nineteen says, "I will break down your stubborn pride and make the sky above you like mm-hmm. iron and the ground beneath you like bronze." So sometimes mm-hmm. God has to break down that stubborn pride. You know, we, you know, God has to break us down. You know, he allows it to happen. And he's like, okay, I'm going to see what's going on. I'm going to let you go through this. But sooner or later, later or sooner, you're going to have to let somebody help you. So you decided, okay. And I, and I realized that, you know, sometimes God breaks, God, God takes, you know, God had to strip me. And, And I, again, another transparent moment where God had to strip me of everything. You know what I mean? And rebuild. And it's okay. You know what I mean? Sometimes you got to fail to win again. And it's okay. And what I realized, you know, as I continued this relationship and, and my journey, my spiritual journey is that some, oftentimes we don't, we put God on the shelf, right? We only call him when we're needed. You know, when he's, when he's needed. You know, God, I need this. I need that. You know what I mean? But why not thank God while things are, you know, while the sun is still shining? You know, why stop, stop calling God when it's all raining? You know what I mean? <laughs> and, we, you know, and again, we don't have, most of us, and I've learned this, don't have crazy faith. When God allows something to happen, he's, he knows what he's doing. He is the, the author and the finisher, right? So we actually have to just totally rely on God, good, bad, or ugly. God, I trust you. And I had to learn that the hard way. So anything that I had, you know, all of my steps are ordered. Like, all of my steps are so ordered. If it's not ordained by God, I don't even want to deal with it. Like, that's real talk. If it's not ordained by God, I do not want to deal with it. Like, dude, get out of my face. It's not ordained. Right. I don't want to deal with it. That's real. That's so real. That's so real. That's so real. And, and that's how we have to get. We have to, I like what you said. If it's not ordained by God, I don't want anything to do with it. Because, you know, that's looking on the spiritual side of things. Because, again, God um, led someone to talk to you when you were going for the food stamps. And all, she, all the lady did was had a quiet talk with you. All she oh, said is, Miss right. Haynes, I know you don't want to be here. But, you know, people going through right now um, through during COVID-19, a lot of people don't have pride. I don't want, I don't want the state to help me. 
but the whole country is and the whole world is in something that we don't have any clue about, basically, but no control. And we had a show a few episodes ago. It said, be still. And like you Mm. said, you're home just enjoying the time. I said, be still and know. Because many times we Mm. think that we are in control. We're not in control. And we're not. And we're, we're not, not in and control. Not. You know, we want to be, but God is just trying, trying to tell the world, I need you to be still and listen to my sweet, small voice. Mm-hmm. We don't want to do mm-hmm. that because we live in such a mm-hmm. busy, 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 busy society. We're on mm-hmm. our phones. We're, you know, we're in mm-hmm. television where, you know, we don't communicate with. Now we have to talk to the people. <laughs> that we live with, right? <laughs> this could be crazy. Now we have to talk to them because we in the house with them more than anything. Because where can we right. go? Can't go to movies. Right. Can't go shopping. Can't go somewhere. Right, 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 uh, right. Yeah, right. at least the online is getting all the money because women still spending money online. You know, so <laughs> That's funny. that that hasn't stopped. But um, it's life. But I want to back up uh, a few minutes. I want you to say what are what can we do as people? You know, some simple steps, you know, since you're a financial planner. So as people, what can we do to help us have a better finance? We may have to have you on again, which I, I probably will. But what can we do to have a better financial future? Because many of us like me are just trying, working on step by step now. Like, you know what? I, this is insanity. I got to get this together. So with money, so for, because we think that we got to spend everything we have. We don't save no, anything. Don't. You know, no, we got we credit don't. cards of the bahoozy and mm-hmm. you know, credit card mm-hmm. interest are 28.9 or, you know, all that. 30%. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so what can we do? The simple steps, because you already gave us seven. You said, pray, tell God what you want, set goals, determine your strategy, implement your strategy, stay focused on your strategy, execute your strategy, and number seven, repeat. But what are the simple things that we can do? Because our money is tight right now, especially during this pandemic, and we buying more food than ever. You know, your son grown and big, but what about us people that got, you know, kids still at home? So um, what can we do to get through this? So you have to ask yourself in money, is this a need or a want? You have to have that transparent internal conversation with yourself. Every time I spend money, is this a need or a want? What, what classifies as a need? A need is something that's required for survival. Food, shelter, clothing, transportation, medication. I repeat, a need is something that's required for survival. That's food, shelter, clothing, transportation, medicine, medication. What's a uh, what's a want? A want is something that's desired but not required, right? So so often we allow our wants to overshadow our needs. Therefore, we wind up in financial trouble. You know, you know. If you here's the thing: something as simple as cable. If you cannot right now, if you can't afford cable, cut it off. Netflix, eight ninety nine, right? You know, if you, you know, you, every time you spend money, ask yourself, every time I spend money, is this a need or want? Like I said at the top of the broadcast, ask yourself, what is it that I'm trying to accomplish? Even while doing this, this pandemic and things are financially bleak, what is it that I'm trying to accomplish? And you said, you mentioned something about credit cards. 
here's the thing. Pay on, pay the minimum on the credit card so that they can report on time. If the minimum is twenty five dollars, put the twenty five dollars on the credit card. Gotta have a goal. You gotta have a goal. You have to have a financial goal as to what you're trying to accomplish and then put strategies in place to assist you with accomplishing that goal. Because sitting around, oh, well, with me, ain't no money coming in, that's, I get it, because I've been there since the second project. I get it. But you can't waste time, because time is some one factor that you cannot get back. So determine what it is that you want to see happen, not only financially, but in your overall life. What does the end of 2020 look like for you? And once you determine that, what are your strategies to hit, to hit that target, to hit that mark? Wow, that's an eye opener. That's an eye opener. All right, Michelle, you have any qu- um, comments? You have any questions uh-uh, on you this might, part you must of it? Have, you, you must have known. I'm sitting over here, like preach. If she doesn't preach, 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 preach. <laughs> I didn't. You, I said any questions or comments. I didn't ask for anything else. I'm like, she is saying a word. Yes. I, I'm sorry. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. We didn't ask for all of that, okay? Now, look, look, look. Uh-uh, let's be honest. And, and I actually, I have a question, but I just want to say what you say is, oh, my God, people. Thank you. We really you. don't understand the the want and the need. And the need. Like, oh, my Absolutely. God. People walk around thinking they need to have a fancier car. They need to have a big house. They need to have an uh, 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 expensive cell phone. They need to have all these games, and this is—I mean, this is nonsense. It's craziness, but this is what we. This is this is how people are thinking. And but so here's the thing, and I, I will tell you. And I'm going to tell you. I will tell you this. I tell people all the time: your financial journey is your financial journey. And you're trying to keep up with the Joneses. The Joneses is broke, if not broken, than you. So on the outside, <laughs> they appear that they look good. But on the inside, mm-hmm. I had and listen, I had a student that was earlier, and I was proud of it, right? I'm okay, mm. and I'm so glad, although my credit report says I can afford a Bugatti, right? I'm so glad that I don't have an expensive car. I'm a 2018 Honda, a base model CRV, base model. No bells and whistles. No bells and whistles. I lived in the same old home that my husband and I, my ex-husband and I bought in 2005. I'm good. My credit report and my financial picture say I can get a half a million house, half a million dollar house, and my credit report said I can get a Bugatti. I'm Remember, I just said I'm paying a on top of a mortgage So I don't need to keep up with anybody. I'm good. And not to brag at the boast, but I've gotten to the mind people think about me. I don't. My appearance is an ill factor. I'm paying tuition. My baby graduates with no student loans. My mortgage is safe. I'm I'm chill. I'm good. And when people get into that mindset of having mental financial blinders on, their life will be so much simpler. Stop can't stop worrying about people. Your financial picture is your financial picture. Stop worrying what other people say. Don't don't care. Like don't care. Don't care. Sorry, I ran over. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm sorry. I don't know. I don't know. We need it that way. We need it that way. That was a much needed rant. Because you know what? <laughs> we need to we need to get excited about some finance. 
finances. We need to get riled up. People are not getting riled up enough about their no. finances. They just let no, they let not. finances walk all over them instead of them controlling the finances, and it's crazy. Absolutely. And I, Absolutely. I've been a victim and a witness. Okay, so I'm, 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 I'm with you. I'm with you, but I'm, you know, we all working on getting better, right? Absolutely. But, Absolutely. Um, and- what I really wanted to ask you about, because this is something that, um, for whatever reason, at this point has become really apparent in our family about the, the need to teach these kids about um, mm-hmm. generational wealth and about mm-hmm. finances and about having, you know, how you should control that thing from the very beginning, because mm-hmm. um, this is what we're watching. We're watching generation after generation make the same mistakes, Right. So mm-hmm. I really want you to speak on that. If you could speak on that about the children and and what, how we can teach them from the beginning, like just just, mm-hmm. just speak on it. I don't know. It's important. Speak on it, Robin. I don't know. So, so here's the thing. You know, um, and, you know, we're all a work in progress, right? We're definitely all a work in progress. And I always use an analogy. Um, you can't put spilled milk back into a glass. I repeat that. You cannot put spilled milk back into a glass, but what you can do is get a fresh glass of milk and move on, right? So learn from the spill, clean up the spill, get a fresh glass of milk. So when you're talking about general, generational wealth and general and, and leaving legacy, in order for us to teach our children, we have to know the true meaning of generational wealth. We have to know how to better handle our financial picture. I like me trying to teach a homeowner somebody how to run, you know, own a home, and I'm still renting. Or having, you know, trying to teach somebody how to maintain their financial picture, and I got collections, and my credit score is 560. You know what I mean? Financial principles. I can't teach it. And this, like I said, you cannot put spilled milk back into a glass, but you can get a fresh glass of milk. And what does that mean? That simply means, okay, let me take a closer look at my financial picture on a monthly basis. What's coming in versus what's coming out? What's coming in, i.e. income, meaning versus what's going out, i.e. expenses. When was the last time I looked at my credit report? What does my what does my credit report say? If I have collections, let me go ahead and take a look at those collections and you know work on a, a plan to pay those collections off. What does my credit score say? How much you know? What's my savings goal? Do I have? Can I put my hands on two thousand dollars in the clutch? Can I put my hands on even five hundred dollars in the clutch? And if the answer is no, then again you have to have that conversation with yourself, need versus want. Right? So you gotta, you know, start off small. And 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 to start off small, you teach yourself that way you can implement those trans those behaviors will then translate over to your child, your grandchild. My son is like he like, look, I need to work. I need to work. I need to work. I can't I can't sit in this house. I need to work. Because he, he sees me hustling. He sees me grinding. And he said, he's like, Mom, I want to be like you when I grow up. I said, sweetheart, this is 22 years in the making. 22, and I ain't even got good yet. But until you understand the nuances and un, until you understand the fundamentals of being financially sustain, sustainable and financially successful, you then can teach your kids. And financially successful doesn't mean having a whole lot of money. It's just like you said, Michelle, because having control over your financial picture and not having your financial picture have control over you. So you can't, you cannot effectively teach it 
until you have mastered those principles. And when does it stop? You can, you've got to break that generational cycle. Well, my mom was on food stamps, my dad's on food stamps, my grandmother. Stop that. Change that mindset. And once you change that mindset, those behaviors then will follow. Because here's the thing, guys, the mindset is the line leader. So your behaviors are going to implement with the mindset. So if the mindset is, okay, we're going to have to spend all this money. We're going to have to go out. What's going to happen? The behaviors are going to follow the mind. So the mind says, okay, we need to get our financial picture back in order. What does that look like? We need to put steps in place. What is going to happen? The behaviors will then follow the mindset. So it's all a mindset game. And once that mindset is changed, then your behaviors will then be followed. So basically you're saying we need to start with us and be the example in absolutely. order to be able to effectively teach it and, and keep it going forward. You and that it. makes absolutely you, sense. You got it. You got it. You got it. And don't. Okay. And here's the thing. Don't try to eat the whole elephant at one time. And I know we, the show is about to end. Don't try to eat the whole elephant at one time. Don't try to oh, eat come the whole on. elephant at one time. Are you saying no. I can't eat the whole elephant? No. Because <laughs> what happens is that you're going to give yourself brain overload. And you get tired, you get tired, you get frustrated. You get frustrated, you're going to stop. I've been in this game for 21 years. You cannot eat the whole elephant at one time. Again, set goals. What are your strategies to execute those goals? Microsize the goal. Microsize it. Excellent, excellent, excellent. These are words of wisdom because I'm, I'm, I'm learning. I told you in the beginning of the show that I'm, you know, slowly starting working on mine. Because I want my financial, you get tired. You get sick and tired. Of tired. Once Absolutely. you get sick and tired of man, sick and tired, then you change. You're like, okay, let right. me, we have, it's, a, it's a process. You know, a lot of, like you said, don't eat that. Don't try to eat the whole elephant. You got to eat elephant bite by bite. And I understand that because we try, that's like somebody that's just greedy, trying to eat it all at one time, then they end up being sick because you didn't take your time. We're all in life. Is a, everything that we're doing right now is a process. Once we're doing Absolutely. this process, you know, then you learn it. And as you said, number seven, you go through the six steps, seven, you repeat. You know, that's what we have to learn. Once you get there, then repeat. It don't stop because you said, you know, I, oh, yeah, we got to talk about that car that you can get. If you don't want it, you can get it for me. But I'm just saying. But um we have to repeat because once we get to the end, a lot of us say, okay, I've, I got there, so I ain't got to worry about it. Nah. Right. Because now we have to continue letting the, you know, the, the little ones watch us, as Nichelle said. Absolutely. We want that generation to learn that we got to work. I like what you said. Your son said, I got to work. I got I to gotta get my hustle on like you, Ma, because he's watched you and he's seen you. Mm-hmm. So, and that's a good thing. Because then his generation, when he decides to, you know, go on and have children, they will see that my mother, my grandmother, my father, and my great-grand, my mother, and my father, they were hustlers. They did what they had to do. Everybody in the family is hustling to do what they have to do. Hustle is an old word, but, the you know, the young young people don't understand about getting your hustle on. But the more they see us do it, the more it may not look like it. But you'll see it set in. It may not look may it may come later on in life because you had to stumble. And, you know, it's hard for us parents to see our children stumble. But sometimes mm-hmm. they have to stumble in order for them to feel to get, it. Mm-hmm. To feel it. Because if we fix mm-hmm. everything, 
because a lot of parents mm-hmm. try to fix everything that their kids go through. They'll never learn because you're right. always there. Right. And I always try to say, I ain't going to be around forever. I need you to get this. Get this. I know I'm not going to be around forever. So I need when you're on your own and by yourself that you'll be able to handle it, that I've taught you right. well. Right. That's when a parent knows that, hey, I did my job. Now you can go out, you know, and be prepared for the world. Because I don't want you to go through bankruptcy like I did. I don't want you to go through, right. you know, all these credit cards like I did. If we teach you mm-hmm, now that, mm-hmm. look, like you say, pay the minimum, because that's, that's, that's small, pay the minimum, mm-hmm. that even though you're paying a minimum, it's keeping your credit score where it needs to be or going higher. Mm-hmm. But with that said, yes, we are going to have to have you on a second time. As on the second show, it almost be like a teaching class. You're just going to show us you know, how to do it. And, mm-hmm. and, and I like what you said, you prayed about it. You brought God into it because we, you know, meantime, you know, we don't want to bring God into it. You know, we would try to do the, mm-hmm. all this by ourselves, but you brought God into it. And let me bring the show back. Any um, last words in the show? Oh, I just want to, I just want to thank Robin because this is, this is much, much needed. And I know me personally, I'm going to be reaching out to you. So all of our listeners, you know, reach out, reach out, because we need this kind of of teaching. We need this kind of wisdom uh, imparted to us. And and we need somebody who's down earth and who has been through what you're trying to get through. So, you know, your story shows that you've been through what we're trying to, you know, some of us out here trying to get through. So that that's, wonderful in itself to know that it's not just, you know, somebody with a Harvard MBA degree trying to tell you how to, and they they haven't gone through anything, trying to tell you how to come back from out of the ashes with your finances, but somebody, instead somebody who's really been through it. So I know I'll be reaching out personally because um, it's some things I would love for you to be involved in, and, and, that, and that is exactly what we need. We need. We need people like you, especially with what we're going through right now. Oh, thank you. You know, transparency is, you know, I tell people all the time and I wrap up with this, transparency is critical to me. You know, you can't tell me, you can't tell me how to be something that you've never gone through. How can you tell me how to go through something and how to get to the other side if you've never went through it? You know, so I, you know, guys told me that, you know, you got to share your story. And I said, God, I, I don't want the people to know that. Yeah, you do. Because your story is not only for you, but your story is for other people. So, you know, thank you so much for sharing, for allowing me on your platform. I'm humbled as always. I'm honored. And I'm here. I'm, I'm Baltimore. I'm Baltimore-based. Um, I'm not going anywhere no time soon. Um, so you guys got me. And, I, again, I appreciate it. Amen, amen, amen. I'm not, I, there's nothing I can say after that. You two have taken over and decided <laughs> to put me to the side, but that's okay. I'd like to thank all of you who have been listening uh, listening today to today's show. Lady Robin is now part of our Man and the Mara family. She will be on again. Thank you. Um, soon. Thank you We're so going to have her back next month because you know, as I said in the earlier the show, we are all going through COVID nineteen right now, and everybody's ordering stuff online, and every you know, everybody's money is Stop funny right up. now. Stop ordering stuff. Stop ordering. Okay. Get online. <laughs> like that's going to happen. But anyway, uh, right. <laughs> it's, it's always a pleasure having her on our show, and give us a little financial point of view for all of us. 
And again, um, Lady Haynes, we appreciate your time and effort for coming on. Um, This is Kai and Michelle. And as always, we'll see you at the mirror.